I think that's probably the scariest part of my business, you know, was, was having someone so reliant upon me um, mm. to provide for them and their families, um, which gave me probably better drive, right? To think outside the box of, of ways to get work and, and, and engage with our clients. That was Chad Weck, and this is Guild Stories. Hey, y'all, and welcome to Guild Stories, the podcast where every person has a story, and it's the stories that connect us all. I'm Justin Rickliffs, founder and CEO of Guild Content, husband of Brooke, and father of five young people. And I'm joined today by my lovely co-host, who happens to be my wife as well. Hey, guys, I'm Brooke, owner of Reclaim the Home, Justin's wife and mother of five. We're so grateful you're here. This podcast is a place where we'll explore the stories of hustlers, dreamers, and doers who are going for it by pursuing meaningful work and living life with purpose. Welcome to Guild Stories. So today's a fun one. They're, they're always fun, but Chad Weck is our guest today. Chad is, among other things, the owner of Unique Painting, which is, um, full disclosure, a Guild content client um, and, a, and a deep friend, more than client, though he's become a dear friend and, and someone that, from a kind of fellow business owner perspective, I look up to and have grown in my own life because of his influence in what he does, how he runs his business, how he thinks about um, the community of Kansas City and broader than that. But um, just a really, really neat guy, and you guys are going to love his story. So um, without further ado, Chad, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, <clears throat> that, was a, that was a lot in a couple seconds there <laughs> for you to say. Um, you know, um, you know, I really don't know what to say about you looking up to me as a business owner. I think uh, really uh, coming on board with you guys has challenged me even more so to be able to tell our story a little bit different. So thank you guys for helping us do that. Oh, man, it's it's literally our, our privilege and pleasure um, to steal our friends in the chicken business's language. It's our pleasure. Um, so, no, we, we man, I, I think there's a lot of ways we could kind of jump in here to the deep end. Um, I, I do honor and and uh and recognize how deeply you care for the community which if you spend one ounce which everybody should go to unique painting facebook page um and and watch how chad and tosca engage with um their audience and their followers and and broader than like hey we're selling a painting service they they are in the transformation business and they are totally transforming our community which is super cool so anyway long story random story short, let's jump all the way back, if you wouldn't mind. Just help us kind of say, hey, where'd you grow up? Who are you? What 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 did life look like for you? Um, let's wind it all the way back to the beginning, and then we'll we'll see where this story leads us, man. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm originally a South Dakota kid. Um, I grew up, uh, well, kind of go back further than that, I guess. Uh, I was actually born um, in Iowa. Okay. Um, my dad was a a truck driver for a dairy creamery. Nice. Um, so my dad worked in the dairy business okay. too. Actually, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, um, so my dad, uh, you know, just for a brief period of my life, I lived in Iowa for about six months, and we moved back to our family farm, um, where my dad helped, you know, take care of the farm and those kinds of yeah. things. So um, I grew up there until I was about the third grade, um, and. Uh, really learned a lot, got to do a lot of crazy stuff, got to do mm. a lot of stuff without adult supervision at a very, very young age. Um, <laughs> so, which also taught me a lot of things, right? Of course. So, you know, learn how to be afraid of things uh, early yep. on in yep. life. But uh, um, so really that's kind of where my roots uh, started. Um, got to spend a lot of time with my grandfather who, mm. uh, um, you know, we lost a, you know, a number of years back, but uh, um those moments are things that I would never forget. So, yeah. that's awesome. So, childhood all kind of through high school in South Dakota. Um, yep. Okay. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Um, you know, so we we actually left our family farm. Um, you know, after my third grade, kind of, mm. my dad decided to become an over the road truck driver. So, um, started his own business with his brother. Cool. Uh, called Weck Brothers Trucking. Um, and uh, so we we moved away from the farm. Um, yeah, I just kind of grew up in a little little small town, middle of nowhere, South Dakota. So. That's awesome, man. How, did and maybe there's lots of reasons, but part of your kind of journey to your own kind of service business was that based through dad's 
kind of desire to build his own trucking company? Like how, how did, I don't know, maybe I'm fast forwarding too quickly, but well, no, no. Um, I think, uh, really where, where that came from was, you know, so I, I, I learned how to do a lot of things growing mm. up. So, you know, we didn't, we didn't pay to have a lot of things done. Mm. Um, so, you know, I learned how to, you know, do a lot of things other than welding really. Um, but I could, you know, do plumbing, I could do electrical, I could, you know, I could fix the machine if I needed to fix the machine kind of thing. Um, once again, better man than I, <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of, sort of, um, but, uh, um, I guess really, you know, where that, um, you know, so I, you know, in high school, I really didn't, I wasn't ready for college. Um, so I was looking for something different to do. So, um, uh, I joined the national guard, you know, I ended up spending huh. some time in the military, um, Ended up working full time for the National Guard. Really, uh, for about yeah, I did about seventeen years. Whoa! Um, so um, I got tired of that. Sure. Um, just kind of burnt out and uh, decided to redeploy that uh, a couple times. Yeah. Wow. So man, see, I don't even know this stuff. Yeah. Like, we got uh, good friends here, and I'm like, man, I didn't even know any of this stuff. Yeah. So we, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I was kind of looking for something to do. So I kind of, you know. After um, leaving the military, I, I worked uh, managing apartment complexes for a little bit of mm. time. Um, that wasn't my gig. Working for somebody else just didn't seem to be my fit. Yeah. Um, so I started kind of a handyman business. And mm. um, actually, that's started my business as Unique Handyman and then it rebranded to Unique Painting about, well, I guess it's been about nine years ago now. So that's awesome. Um, but primarily because I knew how to do things, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then my paint business came along because I, I met guys that were really great painters mm. um, and that, you know, helped me, you know, build the business I have and the brand that I have now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, if you're cool with it, tell me, uh, I, I literally didn't know that you served. So thank you. And thank you for your service. And we've um, clearly, we, we live in a very interesting uh, climate <laughs> politically. Right. So uh, I'm not making political comments. I'm just simply saying thank you for your service, man. Well, you're um, and, and I've got good buddies who went through the guard. My dad was um, an Air Force guy. My father-in-law was in the Army. So so that resonates deeply. Um, where'd you serve? What, what were your deployment? Well, um, a lot of it, most of it was here in the United States. But, um, I, you know, have sp four specialties in the Army. So... Wow. Um, I'm a combat engineer, um, artilleryman, I'm a, a transportation guy. And because of my full-time jobs in, the, in the national guard, I actually have an admin uh, specialty also, but, um, no, it's a, uh, it was a big part of my life. It's not something I, I guess I really don't think much about yeah. it anymore. Um, I've been out of it for a number of years. Sure. So, um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I think about it from time to time, I guess. Yeah. So. My, um, as you know me, I'll chase a random squirrel here. Um, my, when, when I, in my previous work life at the Chiefs, we had a relationship with the National Guard, the Missouri National Guard. Um, and one of the coolest experiences I ever, literally have ever had in my life was the Captain Hatcher. I remember the guy's name forever. Brian Hatcher. Captain Hatcher calls. He's like, hey, what do you think would the, the, the president and the coach and the GM, if we brought a Blackhawk to Arrowhead, would they get on the Blackhawk? Is that Blackhawk's the two big, the double propellers, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and I was like, I don't know, dude, but I would. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if I, but like, sure. And, and you know, Arrowhead's kind of known for flyovers and the relationship with white men with the B2 and the whole thing. So anyway, Captain Hatcher ends up pulling off this um, and, and – uh, it happened, so hopefully it's okay to talk about. Um, pulls the Blackhawk into, or flies the Blackhawk into um, the parking lot, and then we got to the, the opportunity, and it, and it did, like, the executive team did, a couple of them got on, but more importantly, they were like, hey, use that experience for our clients. And so we invited, like, the hy V people and the Blue Cross people and the University of Kansas Health System folks. Um, and uh, legitimately, one of the best experiences of my life was I got to accompany them on that chopper and we had, you know, the doors were open. We were all like buckled in. I, I, I'll not know all the military terms clearly, but we're all like buckled in and the whole thing and the doors are open and we're freaking flying over Kansas city going, we went all the way out to the speedway and back. And I was like, Holy crap, this is the coolest thing ever. Clearly like different than what the intended use of those um, military vehicles are. But 
Um, anyway, man, I, I have a deep, deep fond appreciation for the National Guard folks in particular. So, again, thanks for all you've done for us, man. Well, I appreciate it. And now I'm starting to even connect dots of like, well, duh, no wonder why Chad has such a, um, which we'll talk about, such a deep kind of connection to the community and, and the ways that you've supported KC people, um, which I can't wait to, to get into. So, all right, so you start, is this all in North Dakota or South Dakota? All uh, the Actually, no. Uh, <clears throat> um, I uh, ended my military career in South Dakota and then um, at the time was, was married to someone else. Okay. Um, and uh, she was from Minnesota originally um, and moved back home with her family. So I kind of left my, my job and followed my kids back up yeah. there. Um, so I kind of forgot what your question was there for a second. Yeah, where you, where you did your service, where, where those 17 years were in the National Guard. Were they all over? Like, did you hop, hop around different? Yeah, all, okay. Okay. yeah really all over. Um, but, yeah, it started, started out my, my National Guard full-time career in Minnesota. Cool. And then, um, there was a little bit of downsizing in the in the forces, and ended up moving to the state of Washington for oh, two wow. years, um, and then was able to find a, a way back to South to, to South Dakota, where cool. I was from, and uh, kind of be closer to family. Um, that little stint in Washington was f- phenomenal, though. I mean, it's, mm. you know, it's a beautiful place to go and visit mm. and see uh, the state of, not yeah, yeah, um, not the capital of, not the capital <laughs> of, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Uh, you know, a lot of really great experiences, a lot of really mm-hmm. great people, and uh, you know, yeah. So I get, you know, it kind of kind of led me um, that organizational mm-hmm. side of things, um, uh, kind of staying staying on task. Uh, one of my duties uh, was a, a training NCO, so um, so I would take, you know, what we did throughout, you know, for our one weekend a month, I would put that together and strategize that for the whole year with our commander and first sergeant and our. Jeez tenants and stuff um and my job was to make sure that those items were able to be completed when when our unit showed up to do to do their drill their drill weekend um so um yeah so i that's why we're ahead on things that's why <laughs> things that you know are lined out the way they're lined out because uh you know you, you can never not be uh, more prepared for something i guess so yeah well man again all these dots are connecting so we we uh our, our personal family brooke and i have um, decided, not like it was a hard decision, when we made the decision that we wanted to have our exterior home, our exterior paint done on our home, because um, our house was built in the late 90s, and it, it clearly needs an upgrade, although I'd, I'd, I was hoping Brooke would be okay with the baby blue forever. Um, no, it definitely needs an upgrade. And any, anyway, long story short, um, we've hired Unique Painting to do our home, and just yesterday, which we're airing, we're, we're airing this um not on this date, but we're, we're sitting here recording this on Friday the 19th. So yesterday, Tosca on your team calls, and I'm sitting out back working. Maybe she called Wednesday. And she's like, hey, Justin, just checking in. We're going through the list of uh, keeping everybody posted on the schedule. Um, you guys are still scheduled for the third or fourth weekend, week of August, okay, or two months from now. Right. Um, so just want to keep you posted, you know, depending on rain and everything else, like we're still planning on those one of those two weeks. And if you ever have any questions or concerns, let me know. And I'm like, uh, two months in advance, right? Like that's, and, and she's like, yep, just kind of making the calls for the day. And I've always loved, we've only known each other for about a year, but it's like, man, these guys from a service perspective have figured it out, but it makes sense that it would kind of tie even back to those national guard days of like, yeah. Hey, when the guys show up for drill weekend, we better have our shit together part of the language right um that's super cool super cool all right so um unique handyman what's the how'd that happen where where did it start when did it start you said 17 years well about 15 years ago okay yeah so i I started in 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 minnesota um you know like i said i was you know i was trying to uh, figure out a way to to do my own thing yeah um and uh um you know it, uh, it was it, it was something to be able to do because I, I knew how to I knew how to fix a toilet I, I could fix yeah. a sink I could do the, I could do the things that needed to be done um, and so I thought you know well, why not start a handyman business um, uh, the unique part is kind of uh, has transformed over the years mm-hmm. um, for me I think in, in that moment it was just you know to I guess 
sound or appear different, you know, than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Unique. If you're unique, then people are going to call you or they're going to question why you're, you're, why you're unique. Um, and, uh, so I, I think what sets us apart now in the unique side of things is, is we actually say what we're, we're you know, oh, it makes we, you do, unique. we do what, yeah, yeah we do yeah. what we're say, you know, we're going to do. And, and uh, when we say we're going to do it um, and we can communicate that throughout the, throughout the process. So, um, you know, Tosca giving you a call is something we, we do every month because if we're, you know, we have a schedule that's four or five months out, that's really dependent upon the weather. So, sure. you know, it's a way for us to communicate with our clients and let them know any adjustments that have been made. Mm. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, that she does for us as, as well as, you know, the design stuff. So, you know, having a group of people that, that believe in my business now, um, you know, back when I started, it was just me, um, I actually worked out of a Saturn SL. Boom. Um, you'd be really surprised how much stuff you could fit, uh, equipment, <laughs> tools, uh, ladders, uh, in a Saturn SL. Um, and, uh, that's great. Um, yeah. So, um, that, that, that's good reminiscing, I guess. Um, I did that probably worked out of a, out of that car for a good year before I bought a van, um, because I couldn't afford the van yeah. then. Um, and then, uh, you know, to today, you know, having what we have and, and, uh, um, the business we have and the guys and, you know, yeah. having Tosca on board. So it's been really great. Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's such a, I, I just obviously have a fond place in my, um, you know, hard for, for people to build businesses and take that swing. And so I'm just curious, like those, how did, how did the business kind of evolve from handyman to painting? So that's question one. And then question two, which is related is how did it get to Kansas city? Well, um, the, the first part of your question, um, <clears throat> um, you know, when I, when, after, I, well, I'll start with question one yeah. or two, because that makes better sense. So, um, you know, I was doing my handyman thing in, in Minnesota, um, actually ended up meeting my current wife, um, who was originally from the Twin City area, okay. um, had lived here in Kansas City after college uh, uh, for a couple of years. So we were coming down to see some friends, uh, her friends that she knew down here, you know, I don't know, eight to 10 times a year. Um, and she said, I, you know, I really would love to move back down here. Mm. Okay, well, let's, let's do that. Um, you know, you find a job, I can do what I do anywhere, you know. Um, so we moved and she, she found a job and we moved down here. And so that's what brought it to Kansas cool. City. Cool. Um, and uh, um, probably about a year after or so, um, maybe a year and a half, I guess, after we, after we met. But uh, um, so it's been really great. I really love Kansas City. Um, was here several times, mm. you know, as a, as a uh, in my early life, I guess, um, but before moving here, um, life, um, I don't even know how to answer that, but, uh, <coughs> let's see what else was, what was the second yeah, question. Yeah. So just how did it evolve from, like, I guess, what did you see either in the market or against competition? Like, how did you know, like, Hey, I'm going to not focus on all of the handyman services, but I'm going to go here specifically to the paint. Side. Well, really, uh, the transformation happened. Um, you know, um, meeting meeting the right guys, right? Mm. Guys that came to work for me that were great painters and, mm. and could do other things, but they were great painters. Mm. Um, and you know, sixty percent or better of what I was doing as a handyman was was painting okay. um, yeah. um, or things related to paint. Um, so it was it actually made a lot better sense. Mm. Um, you know, we, we, you know, remodeled basements, did bathrooms, kitchens, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so every day I'd go home and unload all the stuff we used that day because we weren't going to need that stuff the next day. I, and so I'd unload those things and then reload the things that we needed. Jeez. Um, and then sometimes we'd be an hour away and, and not have the one thing we needed that's still back at the shop. So, you know. Go back to the shop, get that. It's just a lot of waste of time. So, um, so we were able to just you know kind of changing things over to, to more specific painting, more specialized service. Um, I think was probably really the key part mm. of that, um, uh, you know, and allowed us to just you know load the van out with the things we needed. Uh, we were painters, so it, it was full of paint stuff, yeah. not tile saw one day and right. you know band saw the next day kind of kind of deal. So. Um, and then, uh, you know, that's really when my business started 
taking off and doing better because I wasn't trying to do 5,000 things. Mm. I was doing the, the one thing that we were all really good at. Mm. And when was that, roughly? Like, oh, when you oh. felt that, like, oh, boy. Like, we're kind of, like, this is becoming a thing, and we're kind of growing, and um, which presents other challenges, as I've experienced. But, right. like, what, what, what was that season of life like for you? Well, it, it probably happened about eight years ago, mm. um, nine, maybe, roughly. Um, you know, and we kind of did the paint thing under the unique handyman brand, if you will. Um, but it, it just became to the point where it, it, it didn't make any sense anymore. Sure. Um, <clears throat> um, so I guess get, kind of getting that feeling, um, you know, was, was when I had guys that, that believed in what I was trying to do for them mm. or for us, you know, kind of concept, um, you know, without the crew that I have, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't nearly have the business I have today. Sure. Um, you know, we all have kind of a role to play. My role is to make sure we have work. Their role is to do that work that gets, that gets scheduled. So, um, yeah, I really don't know how else to answer that question, but, um, I don't know that, that feeling of, or I guess, I, I don't know how or when it happened, but the, the feeling that someone else was relying on me yeah, more than I was relying on myself kind of deal. So did that, um, I, I'm, I'm asking kind of even selfishly cause, cause we're going through, uh, we're only, you know, not even four years old. Right. But like, we're going through this kind of evolution too, where it's like, Oh man, I will, and your clients, I'll, I would say this if you weren't a client, but like, I will always love the clients. I will always love the work and the projects and the deep appreciation we have. Like, I'll never forget the first time we got a check from a company made out to guild content, not to like some freelance, like I was like, Holy crap. Like they're paying us to like help them do this stuff. Right. Right. So there will always, so that's like huge caveat. There's been this growing sense in me of this. Yeah. Kind of responsibility or this, like um, it's kind of a, lame word, but like the shepherding of this crew, right? Like our crews are different, but in a lot of ways, um, you know, you, you guys have access to, to Carrie and Rachel and to Lauren when she was with us and Eric and like those people and Parker that you just talked to in the front, like that, that kind of semblance of, um, for me, that responsibility to, to, yeah, it's like, those dudes got to eat every two weeks too, man. (laughs) Of course we all want to like grow and make money and all that stuff. But like, that yeah, you said it better than I have like stumbled my way through, but that that is a deep kind of like I, I sense that in you to know how deeply you care about your team and your people and what that responsibility feels like. It's right. not just all fun and money; like it's a deep, heavy you know, responsibility. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, you know, it's not like I started this business or just you know went, went through that you know to the, the unique painting transformation, mm-hmm. and then we just we had all kinds of paint work, right? It, you know, it took years for us to get to this point, you know, even up to maybe as little as, you know, four or five years ago, you know, I would have, you know, we'd have had, we would have had work through today, right? Um, but nothing for next week. And, and you're so hustling that, it. Right. And, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm hitting up everybody I know. I'm calling people I've done estimates for, offering them deals. I'm doing whatever I have to do to make sure I can put food on their table. Mm. Um, and in the end... You know, now we're at a point where where I'm able to kind of reap those 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 rewards from that that time frame. You know, um, you know, it's kind of a paying it forward, you know, concept, I guess. Yeah. What were some of those like low points where you might have said, "Yeah, I mean, that's a real example." Like it's Friday afternoon, we got work through today, but like, what are we what are we working on Monday? Like, what are some of those terrifying moments that you experienced? Uh, <clears throat> I would say those are the most terrifying. Um, you know, um, you know, the one thing you learn in the military is early on is that you don't, you don't mess with their, you don't mess with your soldier's food and you don't mess with your soldier's pay. <laughs> so, um, those things really can relate. Um, yeah. and so, you know, like, I think that's probably the scariest part of my business, you know, was, was having someone so reliant upon me, um, mm. to provide for them and their families. Um, and, uh, which gave me probably better drive, right? Like, so, you know, to think outside the box of, of ways to get work and, and, and engage with our clients, so. That's awesome, man. That's so well said. So you kind of get through the, 
transition from the services to focus on painting. Um, you get the crew rolling, you get some steady jobs rolling. What would you attribute maybe the, um, you know, now you're sitting here going, hey, we've got work planned out for the next four or five months. Um, how, how do you, what, what do you attribute that kind of difference to? And again, I know there's a million factors probably, but um, I, I'm sure not every painting company in, in the Kansas City area has a five-month wait, right? So, like, what do you what do you kind of attribute some of that more st- stable is the wrong word? Um, some of that like steady stream of 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 good work. What do you attribute that to? No, really, it's uh, you know doing the right job for for every client because those clients are going to refer you to their friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people see that they had their house recently painted and they like, oh, you know, they love the way it looks or whatever. So they'll ask questions about who did it, right? Um, so, you know, that, that word of mouth um, referral part has been great for us. Mm-hmm. And so I think mm-hmm. that's really kind of, you know, what, what's allowed us to get to the point we are. Um, and we have people that they, they don't care when, they, when we're going to do their job. They just know that we're going to do their job. Um, so, which brings a lot of great pride, right? Sure. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, I, I don't know if I answered your question or not, but, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of reasons I think people, uh, are willing to wait for us to get there. Um, you know, we're, we're going to do the best job we possibly can for them, um, and provide them the solution to their problem. Yeah. And I, I mean, even the way you just naturally communicate that is is a gift in an art form itself because it, w- when we kind of first got to know each other um I don't know if you remember this but but I do you, you reached out and um we we got connected through Gail Potter at the chamber here in Liberty and we did some work with uh the chamber of commerce and and anyway you'd reached out and said hey we're, we're maybe thinking about kind of making some changes here in terms of our social plan and our content strategy and would you be open to meeting and, and, um, I was like, yeah, of course, like we'd love to know, know you know of your business, the whole thing. And we met on a Saturday, in fact, over at Caribou coffee on 64th street. Cause you guys were painting a house in thousand Oaks or something over there. Right. And, um, and I, I, I remember, I, I literally remember calling Brooke afterwards and I was like, Oh man, like these guys are freaking awesome. Like we, we, um, met, first of all, like meeting on a Saturday is funny and fun because you you just it's just different I like rolled up in shorts or whatever um and and we talked through and and of course like we had to figure out the specifics but I I think one of the most rewarding parts of what we get to do is like no we get to choose our clients like and 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 we chose of course you guys chose us so I'm not trying (laughs) um you you were the ones that 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 you are our client but what was really cool was the ability to be able to tell Brooke and our team, like, holy crap, we're going to love working with these guys. Like the mindset's right. The, the fit. And that's how we kind of ultimately look is like, we want to work with people that we respect and really like, and all that to say, and I'm sorry for being so long winded, all that to say, what's really cool about you guys is like the unique part of it. Um, and I don't mean this in an offensive way, shouldn't be unique, right? Like the, the ways that you care for people, communicate to people, um, respect people's time, do a damn good job. Like it shouldn't be unique, but you named it unique because like nobody else does that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I've always, you know, kind of, especially in that, like any industry really, but especially in that home services industry, we work with quality plumbing. It's the same thing. It's like they, they, they have more work than they can ever not literally, right? But like, you guys have more work than you could ever handle because you do what you say, right? <laughs> because you take the time to call people two months in advance, because you like show up to give an estimate and come back with the actual estimate as opposed to like going dark on people, right? And that that's as we, you know, even as we've owned homes for fifteen years or whatever, it's like it's so incredibly annoying and frustrating when you call for a quote or get a referral and then the dude never calls you back. It's like just do what you say you're gonna do, right? Um, so anyway, you know, you know, you, uh, yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think that that's a big, uh, it's a big part of what we are or who we are. Um, um, not, not just as a company, but as individuals, right. Um, mm-hmm. that, that we're, 
you know, I have a group of honest, hardworking people, um, and uh, and they're proud of that. So why not just be proud all the time? And then that shines through to our clients and, and our friends and our family. Is that something you have to teach them to be? Like, do you have like special onboarding classes and HR protocols? Like, how how no. do you how do you not only develop that culture but keep that culture? Well. It, it, it all comes down to the people that you surround yeah. yourself with. So um, I don't, I don't teach that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a group of guys that, you know, my, my lead guy has been with me, you know, uh, almost this whole ride as a, as a paint company, mm. um, or really has been with me that whole ride. Um, and, uh, you know, probably one of the hardest working people I know um, ever. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I've known quite a few really hardworking yeah. people. Um, and if if you're not willing to keep up with that guy, he's going to let you know you're not keeping up. That's awesome. Um, so that culture takes care of itself because everyone that comes to work for us every day um, comes to work. They're not coming to play. They're not coming to, you know, kind of kick it and have fun and joke. You know, we we joke around. Don't get me wrong. There's obviously there's even some singing <laughs> on our job sites, but not As by there me. should be not not by me. Uh, <laughs> But uh, whatever you sang in our meeting this week, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was really good. So it was a whole let it go moment. I, I right. remember that. Yeah. So um, we're gonna let that go right yeah, now. We, it's, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's All gone. Right. Sounds sounds like a really good idea. But uh, um, you know, the the culture isn't isn't something that I created. The culture mm-hmm. the culture created itself, um, and I think that comes through. Um, you know, that honesty of the culture we have comes through to our clients. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to camp out in one more spot here before I want to shift to the kind of community impact piece. So what's really another kind of fascinating thing is the, the fact that, um, and there are exceptions, right? But the vast majority, and, and if you're listening to this and not driving Google unique painting, Casey, and, and spend 60 seconds looking through Google reviews. Um, or if you're on Facebook, pull up Unique Painting Casey and look at their Facebook page. Same story. It's like this massive, in, in a world, and we're, we're all living in it, in a world where we're inundated by the negative, inundated by, um, it's, it's our show, so I can say it, the bullshit, like emotional current of um, panic and paranoia, right? Some of that's super justified, not having that conversation. Simply saying, in, a, in an era where it's really, really simple to be critical, to be negative, to say bad things about people without any repercussions or recourse, um, your feeds that you don't control the content on, that other people write the words about, are literally filled in that probably 98% of like, not just like happy, kind comments, but raving comments about holy crap, we've used a lot of service companies and these guys blew us away. Holy cow, Chad did exactly what he told us he was going to do. Holy cow, Tosca was extremely diligent and really professional and like top notch. Oh my gosh, the guys left our house looking like a million bucks, right? And, and, And I'm making obviously a point here, but like that's not accidental, right? No, I mean, I, you know, if I was going to have somebody come to work at my house, you know, like those are, the, that would be the kind of person I would want to come to work for me, you know, um, do work on my, on my property for my family. Um, um, so it's, it, you know, it's not, it's not hard to do those things because that's what I would want, you know, myself. Mm. And, and, and I think from a storytelling and a marketing perspective, like, you make our jobs easy, right? Because it's like, no, these are natural places that, um, <laughs> to, to amplify that referral and word of mouth piece is like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like these guys are freaking awesome. <laughs> like it's just, it's really fun. So anyway, enough about the infomercial. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> that I'm giving. You know, um, I, I really like talking about myself a lot. If you can, if you can't tell that. So, <laughs> all right, so let's shift it. So let's talk about the community. Because that is a, that is a, a place that I've seen you in action talk a lot about. So why, I guess let's start here. Why at a high level have you chosen to 
use your platform as a business owner with clients and people and staff and the whole thing. Why, and I guess let's start there. Why have you chosen to kind of be so invested in what um, impact you guys can have on the community? Well, um, it's a community that makes, you know, provides us a place to work, right? Our, our clients live and, and, and work in the community that we also live and work in. So why not make that a better place? Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, really kind of what brought me to, to that, you know, community aspect was, um, you know, I, I finally was in a position to where, um, you know, growing, well, I guess growing up, we didn't have a lot. You know, sometimes we ate a mayonnaise and mustard sandwich or, or whatever, you know, we didn't maybe have the coolest shoes and the best, you know, pair of jeans or whatever the case may be. Um, and not that those things are important, right, because they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that you that, that are in your life are, are probably the most important thing. But um, so I, I kind of always had this, you know, if I ever get to the place where I can do something for someone else, I want to do that for them. Mm-hmm. And how does that look? What does that begun to look like for you guys um well it's kind of changed over the years but um um i don't know it our our sense of community probably uh, i guess i really don't know what it what it looks like for me um um you know because i don't really know if it matters if what it looks like for me from a community standpoint but what it what it looks like to the community Mm. is what matters probably the most Mm. What was the origin of um, when we kind of first started getting engaged? We had some conversation about this, um, and, and we were we were not part of the initial wave of it. But this be unique challenge um, it, was that how like how did that become a thing? Where what was the origin story of the be unique challenge? Well, so um, you know, I got I have a very creative person that works for my business. Uh, you know, everybody probably knows her or should should know her. her name is Tosca. Um, she's able to. Uh, um, she's it brings a lot of really great creative ideas, um, and so we talk a lot. We spend a lot of time mm-hmm. um, on the job sites together, um, and, and the focus our focus is is you know getting work and and uh, and thinking about ways that we can um, you know impact not, not only ourselves but the people around mm-hmm. us, um, and so. It, you know, it was a conversation she had uh, watched or listened to a radio show, um, and they do something kind of similar, um, you know, and so it kind of just it kind of morphed from there. It's like, well, you know, we could do those things, but um, but let, let's have a direct impact in our direct market. So, um, you know, so it took a long time. It kind of, you know, we had the conversation, and then we backed away from it, and then kind of came back to it, but... Uh, um, I don't know, we were meeting with someone to talk about our social media and it, it uh, um, was just kind of something we, we started talking about a couple of days prior to that and then had a plan put in place, you know, within a couple of days um, and then kind of just took action on it. But, uh, um, you know, it, it was a way for us to give back hmm. to someone that has an impact in the community. So, And, and what specifically did that look like as, you, as it kind of got unfolded? Um, the, the actual campaign, the like actual it, for campaign. those that don't might that might not know what okay. you guys did, what what did it well, so, what did it involve? So what we what we wanted to focus on was uh, um, people that uh, reward people that gave that give to the community. So a first responder, a teacher, you know, a mentor, someone that that gives of their time uh, unselfishly mm-hmm. um, to benefit someone else. Um, and, uh, so we wanted those people to be nominated. Um, in our first year, we, we received a handful of nominations and, and one family in particular, but, um, it, it all happened from the initial concept to, um, receiving our, our first nomination to, to doing the work was probably about a six week, uh, time span. So a very short period of time, but and what'd you give away? What, we what? gave, we gave away a free exterior paint job oh, sweet. To, to a deserving family. So, um, and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how to kind of get in goosebumps just thinking about that whole process, but it, it happened so fast for us. Like, um, we kind of, um, we're just living in the moment, um, that, you know, last year was our first year doing it. So, um, um, you know, so it really was 
better prepared, looking forward to this this year and in, in the process we were going to follow. Yeah, and so in that first year, you guys, um, again, in true like Chad and Tosca and unique painting way, you 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 did give away the the exterior paint job, but didn't you like co- cobble? Is the sounds like a bad word, but like didn't you gather a cohort of other businesses and other partners that kind of right chipped uh, into the effort and like, you know yeah based on based on the need of the family um you know last year i you know i realized that there were some things um you know the uh, i don't want to get into their story very much but um uh, our recipient's story but um you know they had they had a need to maybe just have their yard mowed mm-hmm. um um because they had a lot of stuff going on there was a medical illness mm-hmm. um with, with one of the parents. So, um, you know, so I thought, okay, well, let's go, I'm going to call the guy that mows my yard and see if he'd be willing to mow their yard. Um, you know, I can't think of all the other places. Um, you know, we, we invited one of our, our paint reps companies to, to partake in it and they donated the product and, and, um, and then, you know, I don't know, we had a couple of other people I was telling the story to, well, I want to help. And, and so, you know, a lot of times before I even got the words out of like, hey, would you do this for me or for us, for the family or whatever the case may be, the answer was was yes automatically. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, this year we had oh, almost 14, I think 14 partnerships in the, in the campaign, uh, you guys being one of them. And uh, um, yeah, which made a better impact to, to this year's recipients. But um, I, I can't see it going uh, get going anywhere but up from there yeah. so who knows how many people will be helpful next year um it also allowed us to do more more this year um so you know we're as a company we're, we're we've uh, awarded we awarded two families mm-hmm. <clears throat> ourselves um and then i had a couple of other paint friends of mine that i'm like well i got all these really great uh, people in the community that that could really benefit from this so um, i talked to Sherwin Williams and, and they were willing to give away a little bit more paint. Um, and I called a couple other painters I know, and they're willing to do a little more work. So, so now last year we did one house this year, four houses will get done. Um, so who knows, you know, maybe we'll do 10 next year. I don't know, but, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, these are people that do more, um, Mm. yeah, do something for the community that, that don't expect anything in return. So it's just a small token of our way to, you know, to show them that appreciation. Yeah, man, it's so cool. And and we've, you know, we're, we're fortunate to be one of those 14 partners and, and got to, got to see firsthand the, um, the impact that, that you guys brought to a family who, um, who had a huge need, you know, and, right. and I'm, I'm doing the same, getting the goosebumps, remembering that, that afternoon, I think it was a Friday that we, popped over to that house and, and kind of, this is pre COVID. So don't, we weren't, we weren't, we didn't know we had to socially distance at that moment, but we flooded, um, these folks' living room with 30 people, 25 people. Yeah. Um, and that, that's the time that I, I saw you, uh, speak with so much, um, unscripted emotion, um, and, and nailed it. <laughs> and it's, uh, just, a uh, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, like how, um, powerful that that time was because yeah yeah like whatever we 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 help people with social media and you help people with paint houses right but like the 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 transformational impact that you had um, on on that family and all the like businesses that you kind of brought to the table is like and yeah, that's what that's what the healthy version of business ownership looks like right in terms of being able to own those types of things and pull that rope on behalf of folks in the community is really cool. Okay, deep breath. Um, <laughs> get the <laughs> tissues. Um, t- tell me real quick, like it, as you kind of survey the the future for unique painting, as you kind of look out over the, the horizon, um, what gets you excited? Where do you think you're headed? Like, what kind of um, I don't know. And, and I, I'm legitimately curious. Like, what's your uh, roadmap, so to speak, about where you think you're headed? You know, from a from a business perspective, I guess. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're really moving in the right direction, um, to be able to, uh, I don't know, do more work, um, uh, do better work. Um, technology in the paint field is changing. Mm. Um, 
you know, there's, there's always better products coming out every year. Um, so we're, we're able to do, um, um, provide better service because of those things. But, um, really, um, I, I really don't know where my company sits. Um, you know, you know, in a few years, you know, we're all getting older. Um, we're not young chickens anymore. So, um, you know, it may look a lot different in, in, in five years from now. Um, but I'm kind of okay with that change. Um, really what I want to be able to do is, is be able to impact as many people as I can, um, before I'm no longer on this earth. Um, and I, and I think that my business will allow me to, to do that. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. Um, you, you, that reminded me, I was, I was just thinking another angle that I have, I think told you this, but, but also just feel like saying publicly to our, to our group that listens along here is, um, you went, when all of COVID pandemic stuff was flying around and, and, and unfolding, obviously a very alarming, crazy, weird right. time for everybody. Um, you guys were deemed an essential business. Is that correct? Yes, sir. But then what, what decision did you make? <clears throat> well, I really, you know, I really wasn't sure, right? Like most people, um, it's still yet maybe not so sure about right. things, but, um, you know, um, we were, we weren't in a place where, where I felt comfortable enough to be able to take all of the precautions that would be necessary. Um, you know, we didn't have a plan, mm-hmm. so we needed time to make a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I, I felt like it was important to us to, to take that time off, you know, that, that 30 days of stay at home order. Um, and uh, it also allowed me to stay home with my son and, mm-hmm. and, and be his, uh, his teacher, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in some ways. I learned probably more than, 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 uh, uh, than, than he did. But um, it, uh, you know, yeah, I think, you know, really, um, yeah, just being able to have a plan put in place. You know, the last thing we, that I would want to ever have happened was uh, for one of, one of my crew to get sick mm-hmm. um, or for us to potentially harm one of our clients. So uh, we needed to have a, a, a way to ensure that we weren't going to be able, that that, that wasn't going to happen. Mm. Man, I, I, uh, I did not expect you to make me tear up like five times, but, but I remember you uh, calling me because we were on, we were on vacation um, in Florida when everything was going down, seeing our in-laws and uh, um, man, it was, I'm, I'm really shocked. It's been a long couple weeks, so maybe I'm like running on fumes and tired and more emotional than usual. But this one's hitting me differently because, man, when when that all started to go down, um, we lost, Guild lost several clients right out of the gate. Understandably so, because folks went from, you know, revenue to zero overnight in certain industries. And I remember um, gathering our small little team on the phone and going, hey, man, like, I don't know what this is going to look like, um, but it's like batting down the hatches time. It's not like guild, go find new clients time. And, and I was standing in Florida having that call with our, our, our crew and, and really wondering like, oh boy, like this might be the time our little thing looks different where people have to go away. And, and uh, you know, fortunately we've, <laughs> we've kind of come through most of that. Um, but I remember when, when I heard about you choosing, this is my own like, fear selfish part of my mindset I was like oh crap Chad's making the decision to stay home like they're probably gonna pause us too and and that and again that would have been a totally fine justifiable decision right um and and I remember talking to Carrie on our team and I was like hey I regardless of how this impacts guild content like Chad made made the right decision and then you called and said, like, hey, we're going to, of course, like, you almost kind of said it, like, dude, of course we're going to keep the social media going. Like, we got, we're going to work again. Like, right. you know, and, and I just, I, I really, um, I'm thankful for that because it, it was a um, good night. I'm a hot mess over here. Um, it was a really neat moment where I kind of knew, like, hey, we're, we're going to get through too. And, and, and in fact, like, our, you know, our little business has kind of grown in, in a way that, I didn't expect it to in the last couple of months because now people more than ever are going, Hey, we need help telling our story and life's different and we're working from home. And what's that look like? So it's easier for me to tell the story, you know, on June 19th than it would have been on March 19th. But, um, anyway, man, I, I respected the hell out of your decision to say like, 
hey, we're essential and we could go make money this month, but we're going to hit pause because I care about my people and I care about our community. Um, so anyway, man, I, I, I uh, tearfully honor you for, for those decisions. And again, just the way that you um, have modeled for me what, what leaders do in tough times, man. It's really cool. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Well, it, it definitely wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't uh, a decision that was made easily, you mm. know, because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of ways to, to make sure that the guys that are working for me are, are can provide for their families. Yeah. So, uh, you know, fortunately, we were able to help them out. Um, you know, financially, uh, to get through that time, uh, without, you know, um, you know, getting help, um, from the government and those kinds of things, uh, to do that. But, um, you know, you got to take care of the people that, that take care of you, uh, because they'll, they'll take care of you even more, you know, when it's, when it was done. Cause I knew we were going to go back to work. I knew that, I knew that we had a, a way to get work because we've, you know, we're already working with you guys and, uh, and already had had a really good, uh, story being told so um we just need you know we've got a, a long story a long road ahead i guess yeah. a, a kind of a an unwritten book if you will um that i'm really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen man i love that that's a that's a beautiful way to kind of get us get us home here so um chad i'm really thankful for you man we 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 end every show with the same five questions as uh as i warned you ahead of time and and in um in true national guard fashion you you're like, bring it, let's go. I can tackle anything that's thrown at me. So, um, so, so here's the same five questions that we ask everybody. Um, so just first thing that comes to your mind, what's the last book that you read? Oh, wow. Um, I don't read a lot of books. Um, too, too damn busy working. Um, yeah. And I'm really horrible with names and remembering things like that. So, um, um, I guess really probably the last book I read, um, I was, I've been 10 years ago, really, yeah. honestly. Um, um, and I was kind of in a, in a place trying to find myself, you know, trying to figure out who I was as a person um, because it, my life has changed a lot over the years. Um, and so it was a book by uh, uh, Dupac Chopra. Oh, cool. Um, um, and I, I can't for life remember the name of the title. But, uh, um, you know, and I read several books. I was, yeah. you know, went through kind of a, a course, if you will, to, to kind of figure the all those things course out. Course of Miracles? So. Is that? No, or that's um, a different. No, I can't. I really can't remember okay. yeah, the name yeah. of it. I'm yeah. sorry. No, you're good. No, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, a, a separate podcast we need to have is what what it, what was the, the discovery? How did you find yourself and what that looked like? That's a, that's a I don't know, topic I kinda, for a different discussion. You know, uh, 40 was a pretty eye-opening year for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Kind of just my whole life kind of fell into place. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seemed like I was forcing it to happen. So like, you know, through, through kind of some self-discovery and, and just, you know, almost like a, a light switch for me. Um, wow. And just how, how you, can, you can be overly complicate your life oh, um, like we all do, right? Because, you know, the world around us is busy. Um, so you just need to find your place, your peaceful place within that. Um, and I was able to find my, my relatively easy, it, like a light switch. Um, and, uh, you know... Um, it was just a good, I was in a good place. That's awesome. Yeah. I about burned my life down to find mine, but I have found right. mine too. And it's been, uh, um, it is, I, there's something about that, like knocking on the door for you. I mean, that whole thing, uh, I'm, I'm right in that season now, man. And it's, um, I think it's, yeah, well said another way I can look up to you. Um, cool. W- what would you do right now if you weren't afraid? Um, well, we're down on the square. Um, is it still raining out? I can't no, see No, it that. stopped. It okay. has stopped. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I think just do, do something crazy that I, w- that I wouldn't expect myself to do. Um, so, Like sprint to jousting pigs or ju- like what? Well, what yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> sprint to jousting pigs with clothes on. Yeah, we'll go with that. I love it. Um, if you have one, what is your favorite T-shirt? Oh, wow. Um, you know, it was just a shirt um, that I got, you know, when it, before I took a trip out to Colorado. Um, Love Colorado. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful place. But the shirt just says explore on it. Um, and so um, it's a color. It's a colorful shirt, which I don't normally wear a lot of colorful stuff. 
Um, You're in the painting of, business. Why well, though? It, it's it's teal. <laughs> it's not my it's not my jam, right? But um, it just said just has the words explore. Um, and so I put that shirt on, and it's not like I'm like instantly transformed to be this this explorer. But I see those words, and it and it kind of puts me in a place where I might be a little more adventurous. I love it, man. Well said. Um, what's your favorite place on earth? Wow. Um, Oh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I probably have two. Okay. It's fair. Um, There's no rules here. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> uh, when I lived in Washington, I, uh, I, I climbed a couple of mountains while I was mm-hmm. there. So um, one of the best places I've ever been was uh, uh, Sunrise, about oh, 90, 90% of the way up Mount Hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sun's coming up, and all you can see is just clouds. And you can it, it just endless clouds. And you're above those clouds. Um, so that was, um, I remember that moment and probably will my whole life. Um, and I would say that that's, that's my second favorite place is just at home. Yeah. You know, hang, hang with my little guy, Dylan, um, who I could be his grandfather, but Run he's my son. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, um, watching him, you know, explore, I guess. Mm. Dude, well said. All right, last one. Um, when it's all said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Wow. Yeah, it's um, a little heavier than yeah, the T-shirt one. Way deep, <laughs> way deep on that one there. Um, really, I just, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to, I want to be remembered like I remember my grandfather. Like this, this uh, the man that never let you down. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Um well, you didn't let us. You didn't let us down today, dude. There's no, no. doubt about it. Um, I'm kind of angry that you made me cry so much, but <laughs> I'm really thankful you did not let us down, dude, um, whatsoever. So, uh, how, how would if people wanted to, how would they follow along with the journey of uh, of Chad and Tosca and the unique painting? Well, we got we got a, a really great Facebook page, right? Um, just unique painting KC. Um, you can also check us out on on Instagram. Um, you can see us, you know, driving around in the van, for, you know, random times. But, um, you know, um, you know, if you can't get a hold of us, you can get a hold of Guild. They'll know how to get a hold of us. Um, we are available for for public appearances. Um, so, um, I got an autographed pen in the van. So. <laughs> Awesome. Your your publicist was really tricky to get us uh, scheduled and coordinated here. So I appreciate your uh, your flexibility. Yeah, I, I don't know where how she fits into this whole thing because you know she works for you, but she kind of works for me. Um, she does. You pay her, so. Um, but uh, yeah, you got you know that. I think uh, one of the big things about being uh, for us working with you guys is that we still have fun. You know, like we're not just you know. Um, it allows us to be creative and, and think of things that we can do better um, and, uh, you know, kind of joke, joke about things just, you know, our, you know, we met just Wednesday and, and talked about our, our next quarter's um, uh, look. And uh, um, yeah, I don't know, it's just fun kind of just being able to joke around. Yeah, it's a, it's a great team. And, and, and to maybe kind of dovetail real quickly before we wrap, the, I think a sign of a really terrific you know, whatever you want to call them, account rep, account manager, director, you know, clients, whatever, is to be able to to muddy those lines between who does that person work for? Because that's exactly like Carrie Babbitt, to give her the shout out specifically. Um, yeah, you wouldn't really know if she's representing Unique Painting or Guild because that's her job. Like she knows tons about your business. She knows how you guys make money. She knows how, what makes you happy, what makes you guys frustrated. She knows what works. She knows what doesn't. And, and to... Um, to have that level of, um, and, and again, I'm, 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 I came up through that school of kind of account management. So for me to hear you say that kind of unprovoked is cool. Cause that's, that's exactly, we, we want to be extensions of our clients, um, marketing teams and thought leadership. And, um, uh, so that's cool as well said, Chad, you, uh, you definitely did not disappoint or let us down, man. So thanks for your hour on, uh, on guild stories here, man. Well, you're welcome. It was, it was great being here. Um, I've been following this podcast. It's the only podcast I listen to. So, um, yeah, um, I can't believe you asked me because, you know, some of your guests are pretty, pretty uh, powerful, impactful people. Um, As are you. 
All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> As are you. Thanks, Chad.